They are absolutely crazy, and I love it. Those girls have no filter. You never know what's going to come out of their mouths. I'm so happy you made it. <laughs> I'm so happy. I've been running around all day, and you just said I looked pretty, and I literally have gel in my hair. Wait. Wait. I can't even thank you enough for what you did for me today. What, watch your son when he's been, was in the worst mood possible? Yes, because he missed his mom. So can we start off and just tell me, like, has this gave you a whole new appreciation for my motherhood? No, it has. Like, it's hard. There, there was a moment where I was like, I can't deal. <laughs> All right. So what was the, the worst and the best part today? So the worst was then like nothing made him happy. Like <laughs> the only thing that would make him happy and barely happy would be if I was standing up and holding him and swaying back and forth. But like even that, it wasn't like he was like silent. Like he still was like pissed. Oh my goodness. I honestly feel like he's at he's getting to the point where he knows when I leave, so he gets a lot more fussier than he used to. Yeah. Sense. For sure. So I, mean, I he was confused. Like, it was like a weird morning for him, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because he's used to like the routine of like getting up, going to mom's house, um, and he was thrown off. So having a morning drive with you. Exactly. So what was the best part, if there was any? When he took a nap? The best part? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that sad? No, I also enjoyed when he was, like, giggling with me, like, we were cracking up over something. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's super smart, and I feel like he knows when he's taking advantage of the situation. Fully took advantage of me. Like, let's just put that out there. Like, I am fully aware that, like, I wish I was a fly on the wall. I could just picture you like, Branson, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, rocking him. And then he has you wrapped around his finger, so you're doing whatever you think is going to make him stop crying, but really he wants you to hold him and have him walk on you all day. And I did do that a little bit. But but I can tell you, since the moment you walked out, we were hugging and smiling, and he has been sleeping since. Oh, I know. (laughs) Like, so annoying. Like, I thought we were friends, and then, like, I thought we were buddies. Like, no, not today. But I still love them, obviously. Well, I appreciate that, and I owe you on something big. So if you would like, like, I'll pay for your next iced coffee. And wait, so real quick, I'm not freezing, right? Because you keep freezing, but I think it might be my internet. No. Okay, that's fine, though. Um. So let me tell you something. So not only did I deal with that today, but then when I got home, like, I had to deal with my own child. Liliana Grace? Yeah. So I was actually being a good, a nice mom. I wasn't home all day. Mike was home a little bit, but I was like, let me, like, give her some exercise before I hop on the podcast, right? Yeah. So I um, I head out to take her on, not a walk, because I didn't really have time for, like, a full-blown walk, you know, but, like, go on a quick I call it like our sprints, right? Like we'll go out in the front yard, like try to we'll... get all of her energy out in a very short amount of time. Exactly. I'm like, we'll do like sprints up and down the block, like 10 sprints and then she's good. And we'll go inside. Brittany, we go, and I didn't bring a bag, right? Like we're doing sprints. There's no time to go to the bathroom. Okay. And she just went to the bathroom when I got home. We literally go out to start the sprint. And as soon as we get out to my exact, my neighbor's yard, like next door, she starts taking a poop. Stop it. So then I panicked because, like, one, it's my neighbor. Two, like, I can't be that person that doesn't clean it up. Three, I didn't have a bag. So I literally said, let's sprint now. And this poor girl was, like, probably shitting as we're sprinting down the street. <laughs> Stop. And then my other neighbor was out front watching all this go down. So, like, she sees Lily, like, shitting as we're running. And then... I'm like, then I took us in the backyard and we did sprints and then she never even went. So I was like, what? I just can't deal with today. And I just need to like, not. Wait, that makes me think of a story. It's like a classic story. And I'm trying to remember all the details. So bear with me. 
Mm-hmm. But do you remember when I did dog walking on that app? Oh, yeah. And I, I did it too. But I remember yeah. when you did. Yeah. So I think it was a place in Philly. I went and I picked up a dog in an apartment and took this dog for a walk. Okay. It mm-hmm. is freezing cold. Like there's snow on the ground. It's freezing cold. Like thinking back, what, how, why did I need money that desperately? That's awful. So I'm walking this dog. And I want to say, like, I'm trying to remember all the details, but I want to say the leash dropped from my hands because of how cold they were. Oh, my God. So then when the leash dropped, I was chasing after it, and somehow it rolled in another dog's diarrhea shit. Jesus. So then I'm I'm falling because it's the snow. I have diarrhea all over my my gloves. It's so cold out, so I'm taking that glove off, and then I have diarrhea on the other glove. Oh, my God. So then I trashed both the gloves, and I'm, like, walking, shivering. It was the worst walk of my entire life. And I just remember I had diarrhea all over me. So what did you do with their dog? I mean, I continued to go because I had to, you know, finish. the. I guess maybe it was, like, a 40-minute walk, <laughs> whatever they paid for. Can you imagine paying for a walk and then you come home and Rambo is covered in poop? <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. Like, Did but you like write a review? It was me. Oh, and I the dog had no poop. I on. had like a white, a white puffy coat. You know, when they ask you like the status and to send the photos, you should have sent a photo of yourself. Yes, with just diarrhea all over me. I think you know what's the worst part. What? Like, I remember going on, like, a 45-minute walk, and it was, like, $6 payout, and I was, like, doing it. Like, why did I do that? I know. I would get $50 after two weeks, and I'm, like, money maker, make a money maker. No, I know, and it's, like, not easy. Like, I like it kind of was stressful. Like, I remember going to the houses, could never could, like, figure out the locks. I was always scared, like, the dog was going to bite me. Like, I don't know why I put myself through that. Some people, like, are really good at it, though. So. There was another house I went to, and it was in a condo. And I walked up there, and I go in, and the guy's like, come in. Looking back, I probably shouldn't have just went in. So I did. Yeah, like, what if he's, like, naked on the sofa? It was a big puff of, like, a big weed ball, it smelled like. Like, I really think, looking back, opening that door, it probably made the entire you know place completely stoned out of their mind so i walked in and the dog was in the crate he was like yeah i'm about to leave which he was and he was laying on the couch and there was pizza boxes and all this stuff there and he's like you can take the dog so i'm like do you want a slice no i was so disgusted so i took the dog and it was like an hour walk and i was so nervous to go back in Mm -hmm. to get the dog back but I put no, myself no. through stuff like I did not need to be doing that. No, and the hour walks were like the worst. Like, where and, do I go? And making six dollars, I'm sure I spent that in gas. Exactly. Like sometimes you have to like look at the over the big picture there. Yeah, but good times, good times. Maybe I'll uh, look into dog walking again. And some of the dogs, though, they were super hard to walk. I'm sorry, I can't get off this topic. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? I just stepped in Rambo's food bowl. I thought you were going to say in Rambo's poop. No. Is it wet food? Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) You don't understand my toes. Ew. (laughs) Have the food like in the, it's probably in the nails. (laughs) (laughs) What a nightmare. And he's eating it now. Ew, we find like, mmm, flavor. <laughs> oh, that was disgusting. But back to um, what a great like um like on topic. It felt like poop in between my toes. This is such a poop episode. It really is. And a dog episode. I know. But some of the dogs were so hard to walk, and you had like you couldn't pull them, but you're like begging them to walk. Like, little Percy, can you please come walk with me? Your mom's oh, gonna see my location. I know that was the scariest part. Like we got to keep it moving. Yeah. I'm currently being mapped out of where I take you mm-hmm. on this walk, Percy. I remember like looking at the map, like did, does it look long enough? Like, does it look like a yes. big route? Yes. And then you don't want to walk too fast. 
because mm-hmm. then you stuff like you'd have to walk all the way back, yeah. but you don't want to walk too slow because then it looks like they're not walking, and you have to put where they pee and poop and everything. Like, no, anyway. no, I would always forget. I would just start marking it. Me too. Me too. Worst dog walker in all of history. I know. Me too. But, but um, yeah, I'm sorry mm-hmm. about all this dog po- dog pock. <laughs> dog poop. Dog talk, dog poop, all of that. Um, how did we get on that subject? I do not oh, Lily. Yeah, of course. Like what else puts you in a bad mood about it? Um, so should we introduce our guest today before she yeah. hops on? Yes. So I'm super excited for her to come on. Um, I know I always say this, but she like if you've seen the show, like she's like her storyline is crazy but like fun and amazing to watch like just their overall journey so um today's podcast we bring you ariella from 90 day fiance i'm just so um like invested like i want to know what they are doing now if um Biniam is still doing MMA, what their life is like in the United States. Have they been back to Ethiopia? I want to know all of this. I know. And like, she is such a trooper because like, she literally moved there for a a pretty long time. And like, even like, I can remember clearly the episode when he first came here for the first time and like, they moved into that apartment in Princeton. Mm -hmm. And like, even he was like, this is so crazy to me, right? Like everything about the world's. Yes. So, like, I want to ask her, like, how it was adjusting to that. Was it, like, it's probably incredible, right? Like, seeing different ways to live. Um, In a lot of ways, it might be, like, oh, like, I don't need all this random, you know, stuff in my apartment, right? Like, you get used to, like, what you have and you appreciate those around you and stuff. So, um, I think it was probably very neat to be a part of. I would love to travel the world and to go to different countries and for her to be able to do that. And she had her son, Avi, in Ethiopia, right? I think so. We'll have to ask her. I feel like so many of the facts run together, but she's been on so much. Like, I feel like it's been running. So, like, we have to catch up with her. And also, like, how did she end up on the show? What How did the luxury start? All of that. I have so many questions. And, like being on the show like i can't imagine like if cameras just following me and like nonstop. it could be fun though right i I feel like in a sense it would be fun you know like like to look back and look at all the little clips and videos you have of each other but then to know that you're it's scary right that your relationship your life is being videotaped every step of the way it's scary Um, you know you're gonna have those moments yeah, like imagine any argument that you get in with Brandon, right? Like anything, just the dumb fight that's on camera. And you have to show that to be successful on TV. You have to show the highs and the lows. And that's what makes the best people on reality TV. Because if not, people aren't going to get invested in your story. And it's probably almost impossible not to show, right? So like they're videoing you when you're out having drinks. They're videoing you when you wake up in the morning. They're videoing you when... um maybe like your baby is being bad or something. Right. So like all these things that trigger they're monitoring. Absolutely. Hey, Ariella, how are you? Hello. Hey, there you are. <laughs> Let's try. I think I have to unmute you. Oh, there you are. Yes. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. I um I wanted to use so we're in California. I wanted to use our hotel room, but Avi and Vinny fell asleep, so oh. I'm out here in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We were just doing like a brief introduction um, about your story and how you have ha- had so many people invested in not just you but your entire family. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so are you living in California or are you in, did I see you in Vegas? No, uh, Vinny has an MMA fight tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening. So it's in Visalia, California. Um, so we drove out here from Vegas. Okay, awesome. So how is Vinny um, doing in MMA? Is it is he continuing his career and pursuing all of that? 
Yeah, he's doing well. He signed with a big uh, sports agency called Iridium, and they're out of Vegas. So he's training at one of the best MMA gyms uh, in the country in Las Vegas called Syndicate MMA. And uh, he trains with, like, big UFC fighters, so it's just really good for him. He, he's he got this fight. It's an amateur fight. Um, mm -hmm. And then he's hoping, <clears throat> if all goes well, to turn pro by next year. That's, That's absolutely amazing. So I know at first it showed on the TV um, show that, it, you know, it was difficult that he comes to the United States and then his, his time's invested in MMA. How has the transition been as he's continued this journey? Um, when I was in my early 20s, I used to train uh, Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu when I lived in Argentina and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and so when I met Vinny, the first time I ever saw him, he had on an MMA shirt. So I said, oh, hey, you do MMA? And he's like, oh, I teach, you know, classes or whatever, kickboxing and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I could, uh, you know, join a kickboxing class or something. And um, so that was kind of the one of the ways that we started talking. And then when he told me, when we had the idea, oh, we might actually get to go to the U.S. when the visa was coming closer, um, he he was like, I want to fight, you know, I want to fight again because he had a he had had a fight before in the U.S. when he lived here, and I was like, okay, well, let me talk to people I know, and I actually helped him to get the fight that he that had that we saw on the show, but it wasn't till I actually like saw the fighting like in the um, arena or whatever you call it that I was like, oh, like that's kind of violent, and you know. Not, it's all good when you're talking about it, but when you see someone you love, and, and I, it wasn't just that I saw Vinny, I was like, oh, he could get hurt. I felt bad for the other guy, too. I was like, oh, you, you guys don't have to do this. Like, ice cream and just chat and have a nice time and whatever. No, and it's so nice to see, like, I still remember the episode, and obviously things probably play out of order and whatnot, but, like, I remember when you guys first came back, and he was so driven and like, was like, I'm going to work on this. And I'm, you know, I have this dream. And, um, and it was amazing to see, like, you were so supportive, right? Like, you're like, it's going to be hard. Like, you know, things don't happen overnight, but it was such, it's so amazing to see like where that started and kind of how you've like been along that ride with him to where it's at now. Yeah, I think I am very supportive. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm very supportive of Vinny, but I'm, you know, people talk about like love languages now. It's kind of corny, but um, I'm not the kind of person who's going to be like, I'm, I'm lovey-dovey and I have my moments, but mostly like me being like, oh, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. That's stupid. That's my way of saying, I love you. I'm going to take care of you. So like sometimes it can come off on the show as being um, like aggressive or being, uh, not caring, but I think it's my way of, of showing affection. And also, I'm from New Jersey, so I think that plays a, <laughs> plays a part in it. I totally agree with that. We're from Jersey as well, so um, I totally understood you on the show, and I love watching you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, a lot of people from I saw there's an article or something when I first went on the show, it was like from a local paper. They were like, "Oh, uh, Princeton native goes on the show," and. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, we had been in People or Magazine or whatever, but I was like, oh, yeah, People. But for local newspaper, like, wow, they're really paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How, how long has it been since the show started? So, and like, how did you end up on the show? Because I feel like it probably turned your world like upside down in a sense. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I actually have always, if I'm going to be totally honest, I've always hated reality TV. Um, Part of that is because I didn't really know what it was. Like, I don't, I'm not a big TV watcher. I love documentaries. I'm a documentary fanatic, but I don't really watch TV. Um, so anyways, I, I so how, it, it's, a fine, it's a long story. I'm gonna try not to be too wordy, but basically um, I have this weird habit. Like I like to go on Craigslist and I like to look up the classifieds and advertise stuff. You used to get some really, even now, like really funny, interesting stuff. People are like, oh, will you like clean my house and stand on one foot or whatever? I don't know. It's funny. So <laughs> so I saw an advertisement that, have you fallen in love with a foreigner? Like um, something about like, the K-1 visa. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe they can help me get them a visa or something. You never know. So 
I called and they're like, oh, it's a reality TV show. And I was like, eh, but, you know, that's stupid. So then I tried <laughs> going to, to Vinny and he was like, oh, yeah. He said, I tried to show you that show before. Like, um, and I, and now when I'm thinking about it, he tried to show me like a towel way back when with Angela. And he's like, look at this lady. She's so funny. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, that's stupid. Like, whatever. And then, you know, so... Uh, but then I thought about it. I was like, oh, okay. Like, do they pay? And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I can't talk about the pay, obviously, but, you know, we know yeah. that people can get paid for it. Um, but, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm broke, I'm pregnant. And, um, this could be a way for Vinny to show my talented and everything. And what do I have to lose? You know, I'm getting paid to travel. Basically. That's how I told myself I'll get paid to travel. So, mm -hmm. um, to do the show so before i signed the contract and you know i read i read it again and read it again i gave it to my brother's a lawyer um he's like you know this is these contracts are like not favorable to anyone. i read online reality television contracts are not favorable to anybody you know you'd have to be crazy to do it and then it can affect your feet all this stuff and then i was like you know what i think i'm gonna do it anyways <laughs> so i did it and um yeah, I didn't anticipate how popular the show was. Then COVID happened and it became like the highest rated show on mm -hmm. cable television. And like, I, I went home from Ethiopia to the US and I remember my first day back, I was in my pajamas to um, go to the supermarket. And I walk into the supermarket, no makeup, just like whatever. I saw this group of girls and I thought, oh, you know, she looks, that one girl looked familiar. And then I saw they were staring at me. So I was like, oh, I better not look at them. Let me just, you know, walk away or whatever. They think I'm being rude. And they keep running after me. And they're like, are you Ariella? And I was like, oh, yeah. What? And like, I was like, I can't go outside without makeup anymore. I can't do anything. Like, can't go by my, my pajamas. It's weird. And it was just like, it was like a, it was just a shock, honestly. It was a shock. And then um, it's just been crazy. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so what was the, what's the best thing so far that's happened from the show for you? And I guess the, you know, the biggest struggle since you've joined the show. The best thing about the show is, um, there's a couple of things. One is you meet really cool people like, uh, that, you know, work as cameramen or sound people or, director of photography or whatever it is and so a lot of them especially when I was living in Ethiopia like um nobody I didn't really have any people like that most of them were like from the New York area or LA and they just kind of got me got my sense of humor so it was nice to have that break to to be around them and we had lunch together and stuff so that was cool you make some friends so the other best thing is like people reach out to me all the time and are positive or I've gotten opportunities because of doing the show um you know, I've gone out to eat and just someone owns the restaurants and they're like, oh, no, it's on us. You know, people, they they really want to be supportive. And, and then that's really nice. Um, the worst part of doing the show, it's not the worst part of doing the show. It's just something that I didn't, didn't ex anticipate was that um, besides not going out in the no makeup <laughs> is uh, <laughs> the, the fact that like I was like, a bit shy before I did the show and I and so the way I thought I convinced myself to do was like oh well Vinny will be Vinny's so talented he's in you know this he'll be the star nobody will pay attention to me and I just you know whatever but that it ended up being like not like that at all um so now when I when I I find myself that I was shy before but like I didn't really uh, think about it, but now that people know who I am and everywhere I go, I people recognize me or I think they recognize me. It's made me like more introverted. It's been difficult I'm dealing with that now. I, I, uh, I never expected that to happen. Sure. Yeah. Now your parents were, you know, I feel like a fan favorite on the show as well. Do they get recognition <laughs> where they go? Oh my God, my mom, it's so funny. My mom uh, gets recognized like everywhere, even when she, she just took a new job in, in Vegas. And um, the people that like, oh, you know, we know you from the show. Or people go, where do I know you? But the funniest thing to me is when people see Avi and uh, they'll be like, is that Avi? And they'll run, you know, and I'm there and be like, wow. And can I take a picture with them, you know? And I'm like, oh, wow, my son is famous. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's he's amazing. He loves it. He's just like he calls how everyone uncle and sister, grandpa. So, oh, how old is Avi now? Uh, he'll be three in uh, oh, I want to say three months, but now it's in two months. Oh my goodness! Yeah, time has flown. Since like the beginning, and it's crazy that you said that it's like one of the top shows because it really is. Like, I feel like even if you don't watch the show, if someone says it, they're like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of that show." Right? Like, it's a known thing. Um, so here's a question for you: Before the show started, how did you and Vinny meet? Yeah, so I was uh, actually living in Israel, and I, um, I, you know, Israel is much closer to. Honestly, it's much closer. Yeah, I guess the whole continent, I guess, is closer to. Well, anyways, the the area of, of Africa that I was interested in visiting, which is like west to east, is much closer than the U.S. So the tickets to fly there are much cheaper. So when I was living in Israel, I saw that uh, the ticket tickets to uh, I was going to go to Equatorial Guinea, which is the only Spanish-speaking country in Africa. You speak fluent Spanish. It's like tropical. It's beautiful. Not very well-known country. I said, you know, this is my dream. I want to go there. And I was going to buy the ticket. It was like $300. And when I went to buy the ticket, it ended up being like $900. So for a one-way flight. So I said, you know, that's ridiculous. So I was like, let me find another spot. So I was like, okay, I was like, okay. If kayak has this thing where you can just explore how much tickets cost. So I just picked Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. It was like, seems interesting. I'm just going to go there and, you know, I'll figure it out. So uh, I ended up going to Ethiopia. I loved it, but I didn't meet Benny on the first time. I think I met him on my third trip back. Uh, oh. I went to Ethiopia, I went all over East Africa, and then I went back to Ethiopia, and uh, then I met him one day, he was walking down the street, and I was actually about to take a taxi back to my friend's house where I was staying, and uh, he was really cute, and then I was just like, oh, I want to talk to him, he's getting away, and then I just said, uh, don't I know you from somewhere? And that was the stupidest, oh. <laughs> the stupidest thing I could have said. <laughs> Well, it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it did. <laughs> so, does he miss like um, Ethiopia? Like, does has, does he go back a decent amount? Like, how has that transition been for him? Uh, yeah, he has not been back since he's been to the U.S. Since he got to the U.S. like a year or so ago. Uh, so, it was very hard for him in New Jersey. Um, the, the Ethiopian community there is more North Jersey. It's not that big. Uh, they've been in the U.S. for a long time, but in Las Vegas, he's got like so many friends. We're living in Vegas, so he's got so many friends um, that are. There's a huge Ethiopian community. There's like fifty thousand Ethiopians there. Um, there's like three Ethiopian Orthodox churches at least, and um, you know, there's like he just feels like right at home now. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Um, so I know on the show, which did show your relationship with his family has that gotten any better um what they did was absolutely awful have you been able to mend that at all or just really no contact um as far as uh i don't talk to them uh but for everyone is like oh you know the the wine thing in your face is horrible or whatever i'm like yeah but i could forgive the throwing of the wine we've all done things that um you know, in this in a second that we got mad, we thought it was a good idea. And, you know, for some people, they, it's throwing wine in your face. For other people, you know, I don't know, maybe you text and you you drive, right? And you end up killing someone, you end up in prison for your whole life. So we can do something in one minute and it could change the course of our entire lives. And or it could be, you know, something and it's not that big of a deal. So I, I don't mind. I don't I don't even get angry about the wine thing. What I don't like is um I don't really mind when people are mean to me, but when people are rude to people that I care about. That really bothers me. So the the conflict that we had, I felt really started because they were very unkind to uh, my friend, Sarah Abby's nanny. So she's okay. a family member to us. She's, you know, a very wonderful person. She, you know, helped me shower after my C-section and everything. So I, and I told them, you know, even off camera before that, whatever we ever filmed that, like you don't be rude to her. So that is the thing that bothers me. I don't care if they're mean to me, uh, you know, sisters-in-law, they don't get along, but that's the thing that bothers me. 
You know what's crazy though? The whole time I was watching and I watched those scenes, it just like showed how much strength you had, right? So I remember watching and I'm like, this girl has so much strength that she's like just kind of like being respectful in a sense because of um of your family right so you're trying to make things work and it just showed the power you had and um the person you were so i would you know i would be so proud of yourself for how you handled everything um it was beautiful and i hurt for you during some of those moments um but you should seriously be proud you represented yourself so beautifully um now with those types of we were actually talking about this before you hopped on the podcast so in those moments where there's fights and disagreements do you think the cameras make things get worse or do you think that some people hold back on camera because you know they don't want things to be seen a, a, a certain way i think both um i think it depends like the situation the, your personality um there's been times where i might have wanted to say something um uh, but then, you know, maybe I thought, oh, well, I don't know how that will come come across. At the same time, you know, you can't do that all the time because then you mm -hmm. would never say anything and then nobody would want to see you because you're just keeping it all inside. Um, I know for Vinny, it's very hard uh, to say, you know, it's hard enough for him as English as a second language. And then, like, he doesn't talk. So many people reached out to me after the tell-all, like, because Jabri was mean and all this stuff. And they were like... Oh, you know, Benny didn't say anything. Like, I'm sorry for you. And I, and I was just like, I don't know if you guys have been watching the same show that uh, I have, but Benny doesn't say anything normally. He just goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's not like a surprise. It's nothing new. I would be shocked if he said anything. It would be a shock for me. I might have had a heart attack. It's probably better he didn't say it. It might, might have led me away. Um, I think both. Like, I think. Uh, you know, it was funny when we filmed with my brother. So my brother, uh, Elliot, I think he has been seen rarely on camera. Um, but we filmed the the thing where uh, with the family dinner mm -hmm. and my family has a very sarcastic, very New Jersey sense of humor. And like we just make fun of each other. And um, so obviously scenes are like four minutes. So if you try to go through the get the nuance and everything and the jokes and it's hard. So then my brother, after filming, um, he called me in a panic and was like, do you think they're like, I was laughing a lot. Like, do you think they're going to edit me to make me look like I'm mean? Like, I like Benny. Like, I don't know. Like I just, oh, and then and he texted me again later. And I was like, I really think you're going to be on screen for like 20 seconds and everyone's going to forget about you. Like, so just don't worry about it. <laughs> I wasn't sure at the time, but now I realize that was true. So. <laughs> now question, do you still keep in contact with your ex-husband? I know the three, like you, um, Benny and him were all became friends at one point, right? Yeah, I do. I keep in contact with them. I talked to him the other day. Uh, and, um, Jet skiing. I was kind of think of the word. We went jet skiing on the Colorado River in oh, cool. Nevada, Arizona border. It was super fun. And uh, actually, I and I texted Leandro, and I was like, "Oh, hey, you know, doing?" He's like, "Oh, nice life. Like I'm in the lab or whatever." So <laughs> we talk, um, and we're thinking maybe we'll go out and and visit him or something. So uh, it's funny. I don't think there's anything wrong with being. Uh, friendly with an ex. I was just commenting to Vinny yesterday. Uh, my sister and my two brothers, they have a different father than I do. Mm -hmm. And since I was a kid, their father comes in our house, like when my parents are not home, raids the refrigerator and just like makes himself at home. And it's just like, okay, you know, I never like, like my mom just doesn't, she doesn't throw people away. Even like when people are mean to her on the internet or mean to me, I'll be like, just block them. She's like, Oh no, that's very mean. You can't oh. just cut people off like that. And I'm like, mom, just block them, you know? <laughs> but I think it's just also the way that I was raised. Like you just don't, like even when me and Vinny have, you know, identified to form and my family knows and my mom will always be like, well, you know, you have to try to understand that he just doesn't have the same background as you do and blah, 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 blah. So she's, you know, very, very understanding. And I think that I, I'm not always understanding, but I think I try to be so. Yeah, I think on the show it does, mm -hmm. you know, portray that you do try to be understanding. Um, do you think your mom's part of the reason that you, 
you know, would put in effort when sometimes you would just want to walk away, maybe that she kind of grounds you a bit just to give you a different perspective? Yeah. Um, you know, my mom was definitely one of the reasons that, um, that even though I could say that we're together, Vinny would say the same thing. Like when I went to Kenya and I had Vinny there, whatever, I was very upset with him. And, um, and I was just in my mind, I was like, you know, he didn't answer the phone for me so many times. Like, I feel like he doesn't care. He was mean. Uh, you know, maybe he's just evil. Like, I never believed that people are evil. Maybe he's just evil or whatever. And my mom would be like, people aren't just evil. It's not that simple, you know? And then I'd be like, ah, God, I knew that, <laughs> but it would just be so much. Better. You know, nowadays it's funny. Like, and I posted about this on my story. Nowadays, everyone is a narcissist. Every you have a relationship with someone doesn't go your way, they're a narcissist. Yep. You you know they don't they see act a bit cold and distant, they're a narcissist. Mm -hmm. You know they're they forgot your birthday, they're a narcissist. Like you know, I'm gonna say people are messed up definitely, but like the narcissism thing is like, wow. It's thrown know. away. It's thrown around way too easily. I I agree. It's like all over social media. Anytime someone has a crappy experience you're right it just thrown out there and i'm like kind of takes away from the people that actually experience maybe that type of person in their life right yeah i mean it's tough because like at the same time uh you wanna like i want i want to say oh yeah there really are people that really are bad and we do see news stories about them in extreme circumstances but like it's weird to think that People just do messed up stuff, mm -hmm. but they don't think that they are doing something bad, you know? That's the thing. Like, I, uh, and I guess I must do it too, but I don't realize that I do it because I, that's what we do as people not realize that we do things. Yeah, for me, like, for Vinny, like, I always thought it was so frustrating, like, that he could, um, he that he doesn't talk, maybe, or he doesn't uh, elaborate, or he doesn't, um you know, or he doesn't like show uh, affection in a lot of ways that like you would think is typical. But like for the show, you see a lot of people that are from different cultures, they get together. But not only is Benny from a different culture, he's from a different socioeconomic background. He has like a crazy life story, a crazy traumatic childhood. I mean, his parents died when he was 12, 12 I think, and a year later, his mother died when no so his mother died and a year later like his father died and he had been from a reasonably wealthy family and his, after his father died like overnight they, they lost everything he basically you know went to, into the street he started working since he was like 13 years old in the circus um and you know he, he'd get paid like a couple cents and that was amazing he didn't have enough food to eat and um he just the people that were supposed to look after him you know, maybe weren't there. He, he, um, I mean, his story, life story is crazy. And so it's really, um, it really took a lot. I had to like understand like, okay, there's a person who doesn't, never heard of a psychologist before, you know. Do you no, think he would ever write a book? I mean, I feel like there's so much in his story that um, not only people would be interested in, but probably could relate to in certain times in their life. Yeah, he's asked me to help him to write a book. We've been thinking about it for some time. The only thing is just like time. It's yeah. been so obviously not in any kind of a daycare right now or doesn't have childcare. So um, I work online and uh, well, I try to work as much as I can do freelance work. Um, but it's very hard with Avi and yeah. uh, Benny is still not driving yet. So I have to drive him to practice and Luckily, the practice is a lot closer now, but um, it's everything. Just like time, like just goes by. So that is the truth. Well, if he does write a book, I would love to read it. So keep us updated on that. Thank his, you. I will. His story is so like I I didn't know a lot of what you just said. Um, so it's amazing to kind of see. Like to me, he's kind of like optimistic, right? Like he's always happy in a sense like you, you see a lot of happiness from him on the show um and I loved how when he came um for the first time and I remember that that family with your dinner it was just like a sense of understanding right so there was a language barrier but you could always tell like he doesn't have he's not like 
uh, this mean person, right? So even if something came out wrong, you knew. And I mean, if you didn't realize it as a viewer, I was just like, oh my gosh, like he means so well. He's just trying to get those words out. And I kind of was like thinking if I would go to a different country and that was my second language, I can't even imagine like having to figure out how to navigate that situation. So props to him for doing that. And props to you for doing that because yeah, you also both did it. Yeah. yeah. So how was that experience? And um, I know you, you know, loved to travel and stuff, but how was it actually living there with your son? You know, I love it. I love living in Ethiopia and I miss it. I do love Ethiopia. I think um, it's, you know, people, I guess a lot, I guess a lot of times we're raised to think like in the U.S., like, oh, other countries suck or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and there are countries that aren't the greatest, but, uh, but um, for whatever reason, but like Ethiopia, like Ethiopia is awesome because I mean, not only is it beautiful, like the nature is beautiful, the food is great, um, the people are really nice, the culture is very strong. Like if you, so I lived in Argentina for a long time, love my Argentinian people, love the food, love so many things, speak the language. But if I if I am in the U.S. and I hear people speaking Spanish and other from Argentina, I say, oh hey you know, are you from Argentina? They might be like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. But if you see an Ethiopian person uh, and you know, and yeah, like you got, you try it next time. See an Ethiopian person, say something to them in their language or say, oh, which part of Ethiopia are you from? I know, you know, they will be so excited. They're so proud of their country. They're so excited. Like they're so supportive of anyone who's doing anything that's Ethiopian. Like it's really, uh, it's a really cool community. It's just like, it's just a really unique place. It was great. And then the other thing is, uh, very. I got a lot of crap for people from people for having a nanny in Ethiopia, right? But having a nanny, having a maid, like it's not an uncommon thing. I'll give you an example. My, I was staying with a friend in Ethiopia who lived in a one-bedroom apartment. Her, me, uh, her son, um, the, uh, this young girl who was like the you know working as a nanny there while she went to school, not as a nanny slash. You know, she made coffee, clean the house, whatever. And the parents would come to stay occasionally. So I think we were five to seven people in a one-bedroom apartment, and there was a there was a maid there. So having it's not like this big thing like in the U.S. where you have a maid and there's like, um, you know, so that there's that. And then uh, so there, if you talk to any Ethiopian people and people from a lot of other countries, they'll say like raising a child in the U.S. is hard because you get no help. Yeah, like in other countries, you're not expected to do everything alone. And so I think it's like, I think it's insane to expect someone to, to just do everything alone and like pride yourself on like, oh, well, I did it alone. It's like, well, we're humans. We're social creatures. Like, we're not supposed to do everything alone. Like, that's a stupid thing to say. So no offense to anyone who wants to tell me to, you know, <laughs> where to go. So what, what like got you into traveling to all these cool places? Um. I definitely wish I was like you and had done all of that and saw all these different countries and, you know, became worldly because I feel like at that point that you just kind of brought in who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, part of it's my mother. Like since I was young, my mom was always taking us to places. Uh, we did like, I remember when I was 12, we, we went to uh, Europe. We went to England, Italy, France, Switzerland, and Spain. We, my mom rented a car in France, and we drove all over Europe, and that was like super fun. Amazing. And we didn't like get hotels beforehand. We just like found cool places to stay. Mom's really adventurous, so that was awesome. Uh, so was, there's that. And then when I was in my, uh, I always loved like photography. I always loved like they have those, uh, you know books on like different cultures and like the traditional like tattoos and you know cultures things like that I don't I can't speak English but you get the idea of what I'm trying to say um, yes. <laughs> so I always like that stuff I used to collect that I used, and I love languages so I used to collect books on languages like African languages and stuff and I had the idea in my mind that one day I'll go to Africa and uh my mom's calling telling her I'll call her back um and I think part of it was actually, so I had, I had nannies growing up. My parents worked a lot. So my father's a doctor, obviously always on call. And my mother is a trauma, emergency trauma nurse. So they constantly had strange hours. So I had nannies and several of them were actually from West Africa and from South Africa. 
So um, I think that kind of bond, like, you know, the, it was a very early age. So you, and not just from Africa, from China, uh, Mexico, from lots of different places. So you mm -hmm. can, I connected to people that looked different than me, that sounded different than me. Uh, I think that's probably why I was so inspired. Oh, please tell me they're not going to vacuum right now. <laughs> 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 can you can you hear the vacuum very loud? No, I cannot no. hear it, but that just oh, cracks okay. me up. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hope that they stay far away. <laughs> we will see you running from them down the hallway. <laughs> well, that is so cool, though. I I wish I started to travel when I was younger because I look back and. Um, I have a seven month old, so now it's kind of, you know, my life's on pause for a bit, um, but I definitely wish I did what you did. I actually think having, it's easier to travel with a baby when they're under two. Do you? Um, okay. Yeah. Now, well, first of all, the, the no cost for the ticket. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the other thing is like, they do, I don't know if you're breastfeeding or if you're bottle feeding, but like you give them your boob or you give them a bottle, uh, and they just sleep and then, you know, they, it's, there's not much action going on. Not like, you know, obviously age is three, you got to run all over the plane and yes, um, it, it's crazy, but it's never too late to travel. And, you know, people always, um, say, oh, like, do you recommend if I go to Ethiopia? I definitely say definitely you should go to Ethiopia, but, um, for someone who's like a little bit weary of traveling or new to traveling to other countries ethiopia is a difficult country to start with i would say um there's a lot of you know cool unique places you can go to that might like where more people speak really good english and mm -hmm. they can help you with you know things i mean that being said you know i i would definitely say go there but sometimes depending on who you are what kind of person you are and only you know that might be better to pick an easier country to travel to first yeah no that's great advice so ariel before we let you go um it has been incredible getting to know you a little bit more and learn more about your family is there something or anything at all that you want our listeners to know about you or your family that maybe has not been represented on the show um i don't know if it's not been represented or if it's just you know so it's funny because what i realized from the show is like everyone who watches it sees something different mm -hmm. so like some people watch it and they see me and they're like god she's an evil bitch and <laughs> how can she talk to Benny like that and blah blah blah, blah. and uh and so someone else watches the same show and they're like god what is she doing with Benny? He's a loser. Well, you know, or someone else watches the show and says, Oh, I love their love. It's so sweet. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everyone who watches it gets something different out of it. It's like with anything, you know, you show a painting to 10 different people, get 10 different, get 15 different opinions, whatever. But, yeah. um, but I think one of the things that might not come off about my family is that we're very multicultural in general. Like my sister is married to a, a man from Guatemala. So um, my, you know, my mother's first generation uh, Italian immigrant, um, obviously my father's family, they're, you know, Jew New Jewish New Yorkers. Um, my, you know, obviously Binyam is he's Ethiopian. Um, I have my cousins in Canada, my cousin, he's, you know, Lebanese, uh, Italian Lebanese, like we're very, very multicultural family. And I feel like sometimes the way that it comes off, they, um, they want to show something different about the family than what, what it is. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then I also had one other question. Are you close with any of the cast members on your show or from any of the, you know, I guess, spinoffs? Um, so I haven't spoken to anyone in a while, but I always liked talking with Steph from V90, the first uh, same-sex couple. She was part of the oh, first yep. same-sex couple. I like uh, I like her because she's smart. Everyone's like, oh, you know, the, the spark jars, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they don't realize, like, she's marketing, very good at marketing, very good at, you know, very business savvy. So I like talking to her. Um, I like talking to, like, you know, independent, uh, especially women that, you know, handle their own things. So I like talking yeah. to her. I like talking to Angela. Angela is super, um, 
it was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand that people don't like her because of things on the show or whatever, but I really like Angela. Vinny loves Angela. <laughs> um, loves, loves her. And um, I, yeah, I've talked to a few cast members. I talked to Evelyn. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I do keep in touch, but I've never met anyone face-to-face. Okay. And I actually have one more question. You're just, Ariel, I'm sorry. Like, these questions are just popping in my head now, but... Is it sometimes stressful, not stressful, but like hard for you to watch the show when there's some storylines that maybe aren't like these real love stories, right? Because some people aren't in it for the best intentions. And then there's couples like you who it's a great love story. You guys have a child. It's this beautiful thing. Is it tough sometimes to be like watching those other types of storylines play out? No, I don't think so because I do, I see what you're saying, but for me, it's like, um, I think what's kind of cool about having several couples on the show is that like you do, and I think they do this on purpose, but you know, I don't know, but is that you get like couples that are real couples that are in love, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You get like a crazy couple that's like, oh my God, did she really do that? And that's, you know, fun. And, and then you get like couples that you're on the fence about, you're not sure about. So I think it's like, it gives you, it kind of appeals to so many people because it does have so many factors. Cause some people don't like reality TV where it's just like, you know, um, Jerry Springer style stuff. And then some people don't want to see all the lovey dovey crap. They want to see people fight. So yeah, it is a good mix. <laughs> well, I had such a good time. Yeah. I had such a good time talking to you and I am excited uh, to continue to watch and hope to see a lot more of you guys. Oh, yeah. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Of thank course. You. Enjoy your trip. Well, thank you. I hope we can talk again soon. Take care. Absolutely. Bye. You too. Bye. That was so nice of her to do uh, the podcast from the hotel. I didn't realize she was in the hallway. <laughs> I know. She's awesome. And I hope to see more of her. I love 90 Day Fiance. I love all the spinoffs. Um, I'm truly addicted to the show. <laughs> And you know what's funny? Like, you know when you see a cast member and, like, you're like, okay, like, I presume she's going to be like this. And I I thought she'd be very, like, family-oriented, very laid back. And she kind of represented that, but, like, even in a better light. So it was amazing to kind of see, like, yep, like, my kind of my thoughts were right and what they show on TV, um, you know. And I might have to reach out to her for travel advice. That's all I'm saying. I know. <laughs> I think it's so cool that she was traveling before even meeting him. Like, I didn't – I guess I – I might have seen some of that or heard it on the show, but like it's been so long. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to go. It's been too long seeing your face. I saw it all, I saw it all day today on Facebook. Well, that's why we bring on guests so that I can not just have to listen to you speak. <laughs> all right. Well, I will talk to you later. Bye.